It's a homegrown podcast. I'm DJ Royalty. I'm Sarosh. And I'm James. It's the Chris Kringle edition of the Homegrown Podcast. It's a homegrown Christmas. Homegrown Christmas. We're jingling ho, up in ho, here. Ho, homegrown podcast. Oh, you had to do it. You're not even a dad. You don't even have children. <laughs> nope. Troy's going home for Christmas. Going home, all the way home, yeah. Out to the country. Thankfully, we have satellite television out there, so be able to watch football. It's not all lost. There's no lost cause out there. Looking forward to that satellite feed. No snowstorms. No, you can't use days out there. There's no internet. There's satellite. Satellite. Oh, there's there's no internet. There's no days oh, out going there. That far out in the you, country? you couldn't have days no. out there if you wanted it. You'd have a hefty cell phone bill. You need a oh. you need that 30 gig data plan or something. Damn. Um. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. The holidays. I'm enjoying the holidays. How are you guys uh feeling right now? So far, so good. Yeah. No complaints over here, man. A lot of holiday football. A lot of great action this weekend. This was a awesome week of football. Another candidate for game of the year. I think I saw the game of the, game of the year. So we may as well start there. A lot of my predictions came true. I don't want to gloat. That's true. Christmas yeah. isn't about gloating. No, we did all pick the Chargers to beat the Chiefs. We did. Yeah, past that. I'm not gloating about that. No, no. I'm gloating about that. Gloating about Sunday, not 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 Saturday football. I'd rather be gloating about my fantasy football victories, but water under the bridge as they say so now you're gonna gloat about the pats win i'm gonna stick to gloating what i know (laughs) and what i know is that the pats crushed the steelers on sunday crushed might be a stretch i would would say crushed is a stretch crushed (laughs) i would say ben roethlisberger looked like he was gonna cry after that game they were the ones that won by a thread emotionally crushed (laughs) they were in control that game and perhaps some might argue may have even won that game. Oh, definitely fans in Pittsburgh will argue they won that game. But realistically, I mean, to fans, me... Fans of Pittsburgh and the Pats haters. Oh, and all the Pats haters. haters. Yeah. I refer to them as haters. Fair all enough. Them. All of them. Pittsburgh fans, haters. I saw them waving their terrible towels. Look like a justifiably s- so. If you were in the fans, you would or in the Look stands. Like see if in you're the, in soaked fans. Is in all the I have stands, to say. <laughs> that is for sure a touchdown. I, w- I didn't even have a mat. I, I wasn't even mad at the call itself. I just think the rule is stupid. The catch rule. Like everything about all the parts of the catch rule are dumb. What I really like is that the NFL officiating came out and released a short video. I think I showed it to you guys on the sequence of decisions that were made regarding that catch. And wasn't until I watched that video that I kind of agreed with the call. It's still dumb. A lot of people disagree with that call. I feel like if you break the, like, if okay, you break the here's plane. a perfect example. When any running back plummets towards the line, dives over 12 people, essentially, you cannot tell me he hits the ground on the other side. A lot of the time, he just lands on top of everyone, and he's in the end zone, and then it's a touchdown. How well, many times have you seen like Cam Newton just reach the ball over, and someone knocks, uh, knocks it out of his hand? There you go. But it crossed, and it's just like he was, his knee was down, caught the ball clean, he reached, and I get it by the rule that's not a catch because he didn't keep it clean when it hit the ground, but that's a dumb rule. I guess it's because... When Cam Newton does the Superman move, he's already established control and he has the ball. For a runner to actually have the ball, you have to catch it first. And 
He didn't catch it. See, this goes That's back the to the old. He brings it. They, they move. say they say you have to survive the ground to make the catch. That's what I think is dumb. Though. Yeah, you shouldn't have to survive and, the ground if you already had possession of it. And I'm not sure who the announcer was for that game, but he even said he made a comment. He's like, he's like, forget about stretching, just catch the ball first. And I think if you're a football guy, you know that you have to have the catch first. Right, and he does that stretch move, and I, I think you, one of you guys, was saying that on the um, on your pats on the pats, it's a it's a team rule that you're not allowed to stretch. Yeah, you and get benched, and it's for that reason. You have to make the catch. See, first. this this was my other issue with this game. Like that, to me, is another one of those things that like tells us the Pats are the best coach team in the league. So oh, you don't sure. run a fake spike in the exact moment where a fake spike might be expected against the best coach team in the league. Like, they are going to be ready for it, and they were. For me, the fake spike isn't what bums me out. It's like the lack of awareness, right? Based on clock and... Based on everything. Like, every all the players are standing around looking stupid. Like, it was, <laughs> it was very messy. It was like Every single yeah. guy. Like, it was like, super One messy. guy ran a slant, and everyone else just stood around and hoped for the best. Like, it he was got less than yeah. 30 really seconds to work with, and yeah, they were, they were really weird. sort of and just throw the ball out of the back of the end zone. That's all you have to do. Kick a field goal. Yeah, don't go throw overtime. it to the back of your receiver's head. Well, In and, triple and, coverage. And don't throw In it to the middle coverage. of the field. Like, yeah. You know, if, if that's a real fake spike, one guy just stands way out and runs a sl- or a it's corner true. route and then it's over like then your chances are better it's, if it's not 100% there throw it away and kick the field goal yeah but you like, you you throw it into the corner into the only where the place that only the receiver can get it or nobody gets it absolutely yes and that's that's the only play that's yeah. it there's sounds no, like that's it, that's sloppy I'll, just from what you're saying here it sounds like they didn't deserve to win that game that, it reminded me a lot of the end of the Seahawks Pat Super Bowl. Yeah, because they threw a slant over the middle. And I was like, what are you doing? This is ridiculous. Yeah, agreed 100%. That old Pat's magic. And as, like, as I, I know, say. as Troy calls them, haters will blame the, <laughs> the rule and the, the call. They're but, already doing no, it. it I've was, read it. I've seen it out there. You, that It should never have come to that. That was just, it was badly done. <sighs> Yeah, I think, too, lead. is that the call in the field is a touchdown. Like, the ball moving a micro fraction is not enough to overturn it. It has to be like, you know, you're like, that could be a guy adjusting his hand to get a better grip. I'd be like, I was trying to get a better grip. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if the call on the field is a touchdown, that can't, that's not enough. Do you remember enough. a that's few ridiculous. years ago when, like, Megatron caught a ball in the end zone and then, like, went down on a knee and, like, just put it down? It was kind of like his celebration. But it was all one motion, and then they didn't count it as a touchdown. Like, that rule is messed up. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like, it, a clean mm-hmm. catch. Anyways. Unfortunately, the Homegrown Podcast isn't going to change the rule. Hug but it. we can start the conversation. Hug it to your chest like a newborn baby boy, is yeah. all I have to say. If you want to get that catch. Don't, don't dangle. Don't dangle it. Don't get fancy. Uh, don't stretch out for sure. That was a good game, though. That game. The delivered. game was exciting. Oh, it was a great game. Awesome. That game delivered. It was a great game. It I delivered. I, I was enjoying that game, and up to that call reversal, I kind of had I had a moment where I I was like, "This is it. This is the year that we can't beat the Steelers." And uh, I just want to. I hope there's an angry Steelers in the AFC Championship and a healthy now. Steelers. I want yeah. AB back, and I want him to be able to go. This sets up. AB plays that game, and there's probably at least one more touchdown. This sets up a hell of a rematch for sure. It does, yeah. Yeah, Let's hope they meet up in the. Let's hope so. And get well soon, AB. 
So that was a bit of a surprise. I don't know, even though the Pats were mildly favored to win that game. The big surprise, though, was the crushing of the Seattle Seahawks by the Los Angeles Rams. No, I believe we called it last week. Uh, yeah. I, I, was, I don't think we thought lone, it would be yeah, such a beatdown. I was the dissenter, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I don't man, think anyone... I didn't expect down. them to do with that, that kind of damage. I knew that Gurley was going to run all over them. I said that in the last podcast. He did exactly that. Aaron Donald just destroyed. Like Russell Wilson's MVP candidacy is... Done. But the weakness of that line got exposed insanely. Insanely, yeah. Like, and they've like rebuilt their line throughout the year bit. a little, little bit, but not enough. And Seattle getting even a little chippy at the end of this game, as they do. They tried I got, to flex on the young bucks, but it wasn't working. <laughs> no, it did not. Don't better. flex on anyone when you're down forty. Is the rule? No, and I think they when they really started, it was like thirty-five nothing, and you're like, what are you guys doing? This, yeah. is even, this is embarrassing, but that's I've got a question for you guys about this game, though. Watching it, and then the conversation turned to, like, how bad a loss is this for Seattle? Like, did they just lose the game? Did they lose their playoff hopes? Or is this, like, the end of an era? They've already talked about getting rid of Sherman for the last year or so. The last couple years, I think years, it could be Chancellor the end of an era, Thomas have been but hurt. it's definitely not the end of the Russell Wilson era. So, like... If it, the they, Seattle... they, they wouldn't go into a full rebuild, I don't think. If anything, they, I think they would. I mean, they have to change their, their identity a little line. bit. They have to upgrade their offensive line. They might not be as dominant on D and Graham. I don't think has lived up to expectations there. Not at all. In fact, if Graham, they never traded for Graham, their offensive line would be better because Unger's still killing it in New Orleans. It's New Orleans, that's correct. So. I think those would be the biggest change on offense. And then defense is where is, you look at, like, Do you move that on identity. from Sherman? Do that, you defense move is taking, on, like, that defense is taking injuries all over the place. Yeah, and they did last year a little bit, too. Like, Bennett was probably their most reliable player. Yeah, Bennett and Wagner. But, I mean, the secondary is beat up for the second year in a row and not the, like... Not the Legion of Boom from five years ago. Definitely not the Legion of Boom from five no, years ago. No, that defense is kind of falling apart, especially this season. Uh, Wilson, I mean, Wilson, you still have to give him some credit for this season. You give him all the credit. Yeah. Yeah, there's literally no, all of it. Yeah. There's, there's no, no way they have this record without Wilson. Yeah. He he is the future of that team if you're going to keep anybody. There's no question about that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah. So you guys are kind of sounding like... You think the current I think incarnation the, the, the is defense though? Look at that defense and how they played. It's no, it's not any mystery why they're breaking down. Yeah, because they're old. Well, and just because they played hard and hit hard, mm-hmm. and, and and you know, it was like when Ed Reed started to break down. You saw a crazy difference almost instantly. It was like overnight. In just like the and physicality he, and yeah, violence. Yeah, he just and, sucked. Yeah. And he was crazy. Like, he was And Palomalu was kind of the same and thing. Paul Palomalu yeah. was another one. Like Guys who just threw their body. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be maybe what's kind of happening. It's definitely to the interior of that defense. Like, at the safeties. You know, those guys all play hard. Oh, yeah. Chancellor, like, Wagner. They're all old guys. <laughs> they play tough. And, and, yeah, I mean. It's, you know, late 20s, early 30s. I mean, that's that's it. That's catching the, up and, that's it in the NFL. and you saw it yesterday the, the young players are not afraid of that team like no. they don't you know no. Gurley doesn't have respect for that team 
And the Seahawks never really put a run game on the field at all this year. And no. that that was always such a big part of that team. I mean, you think back to the Lynch era. Even That's like, the thing, the Lynch era is like three years removed now, and they haven't had a rushing game since. Well, I mean, Rawls had a bit of a thing last year, but like they never were able to have a guy that could they, go every week. Yeah, no one has stepped in on that level. That's for sure. No. Yeah. And honestly, I don't blame the running backs as much as it's really hard to have a good running game with the worst offensive line. Yeah. Like, no sure. one runs well behind him. 100%. Well, is that enough about the Seahawks? I think so. <laughs> do you want to Do you want to talk here, Packers? It was a good effort. It's a good effort, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, think you, that's kind of you, you. You definitely don't come insane. away from the game saying Aaron Rodgers shoulders the blame, like he he put it out there. He had an okay game. I really like was surprised by his numbers. I kind of think what happened to him was what I thought would happen to him, and that he got a little beat up. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And uh, he's not really in a position. To he get might not up. have been a hundred percent. I think it's pretty clear it. he wasn't a hundred percent because. Aaron Rodgers doesn't underthrow balls. And but turnovers were a big problem for you guys. A few of them his fault, but... Surprisingly, the defense played well. Yeah. I wouldn't say great by any means, but they played well. They played okay. Even like... I, I mean, I when you're used to winning, scoring 45 points, I guess, when you see Rodgers play, I guess, you only need to hold 27 back or whatever. Tough to stop yeah. that offense. And with the turnovers, like even after the turnovers... They forced three and outs after a couple of those turnovers. Like, they yeah. held their own. They were put in kind of tough positions. The Green Bay defense still just like oh, they need a New Orleans type of turnaround. Like a couple key players. I I personally well, think a in, change in coaching. Yeah, and in that situation, when you look at that defense, like Clay Matthews, is the guy that's getting old, he's lost a step. There's there's moves to be made there for sure. Yeah, agreed. But. We'd all agree. Give credit to the Panthers, though. Absolutely. They're, That's what I was just going to say. doing their thing. We'd all, I was going to say we'll all agree that Cam Newton had a great game. You know, didn't look... Uh, yeah, he didn't look shook or anything. He looked great. No, he played strong. They came out... I mean, they played They played a tough game. It was a, it was a hard-fought battle on both sides. I think the pack, you know, one or two less turnovers, and it could have been a totally different result. Yeah, I just... True. I, I think just that final that, turnover. Yeah, I just wanted that magic at the end. The onside kick recovery, Rodgers getting the ball. It just seems so lined up for this awesome Aaron Rodgers moment. That the stars were definitely in position. Yeah. Not Geronimo. The, the potential, potential to be legendary yeah. Geronimo, but blew it. Do you think Rodgers sits next week? I Me personally, so. yes. Especially if the Falcons win... Tonight, we're recording this on Monday. Falcons win. Playoffs are done. You, Why you risk it? it. Yeah. And he broke his collarbone again. It'd be ridiculous. At that point, you're talking career, potentially. And, like, why don't you actually see what you have a little bit in Hundley? Like, is he an answer as a backup? Like, not as a future yeah. or anything, but just as a backup. 17-14, Atlanta's up. So, no guarantees we'll there. We will see. We will see. Gotta give a shout out to my boy though, Jimmy G. Six and zero as a starter. Gua three and zero with the Niners. Cash money. Let's pay the man. Ch Five years locking down. Cha ching. It's extreme. I think that's extreme. Awesome. Yeah. Five I know that. years lock him down. We're exchanging some gifts on the homegrown 
podcast tonight, but my real gift to you is Jimmy Guap. That, that's all I ask straight for, from, man. <laughs> straight from the pristine <laughs> confines of the Patriots training you, facilities. You gave us our future quarterback, man. He's been to you. awesome to watch. I would definitely still do the one-year franchise. Oh, it's even m- more solid now that you franchise. Oh, franchise or give them, I'm fine with just locking them up now, too. Either way, it works for me. But um, I'm even reading things of, like, some free agents are talking to their agents and talking to media people about, like, oh, what's it like in San Francisco? Like, Jimmy G looks like he can ball. Like, that's a game-changer situation. Everything's looking up in Netherland. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Looks more and more like you'll get your 500 season next year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Where Jimmy G's never lost a game. He'll possibly never lose a game ever. Jimmy G's. I guess, I guess that's his career trajectory at this point. Yeah. I, mean, I guess you're going to be 500 next year, then. You're going to be 1,000 next year. It's exactly. Insane. Non-stop Super Bowls. Jimmy G. Yeah, he looked good. I mean, he moved the ball up the field quite well. Uh, he doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He comes yeah. from a mistake-free pedigree, though, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Robbie, 380 this week. Robbie Gould got his work in. in Six this week. Six. And a lot of them from, you know, like 40, 50 yards out. He's kicking, uh, he's kicking long balls out there. Maybe he's the real MVP. Maybe he's the reason. Tennessee oh, he's been awesome. How did Tennessee get so bad? What happened to Tennessee? Like, remember everyone was like Marcus Mariota, great young quarterback. I feel like it's similar to Casey. Where their offense was just too one-dimensional and like now they're just exposed all the time. Because, I mean, if you were to pick a team that was going to make the playoffs this year, two years ago... You would have said, I think you would have said the Titans over the Jaguars. Like, you, oh, mean, for sure. you mean a team, yeah, that wasn't making the playoffs before? Yeah. Just a oh, team definitely. that was just headed in the right direction. Definitely. Way, and like, way, back, way before the Jaguars. They drafted him a number one receiver, like fifth overall. I, do you they think, brought in Did they Decker. just hitch too much to DeMarco? Honestly, DeMarco, like, his carries versus. Henry? Yeah, versus Henry's carries, it's kind of insane. Like, DeMarco gets the ball like four times as much as Henry. And Henry's just, pretty solid, too. Yeah, Henry's good. He's he's kind of a monster. And he, he just doesn't get the ball. I don't know if it's a coaching thing, but like back-to-back losses to the Cardinals and the Niners for a team that used to be 8-3, and three, I think, or 8-4. and four. I mean... The Niners lost is a real stinger. I don't know, the Cardinals I'm lost to Blaine Gabbert. I'm just kidding. You know? Oh, get your United jokes in when you stinger. can. Oh, it's not as much Wrong of a come stinger. Up. But Jimmy Guap is slightly less of a stinger. Yeah, Jimmy gonna get that Guap. Well, speaking of locking it up, the Pats locked it up. Locked down, cha-chink. Yeah. They, they got to finally bust out those championship hats which were by the way hideous oh they were awful they were heinous they were awful <laughs> first off can the pats aren't they past the point of celebrating division wins they win every year like nine straight you yeah. think you'd be over it but they're not yeah they're stop not making the hats you gotta get that or at up, least nine years later the, get a good design you gotta get those up on the patriot shop i'll probably cop it uh, <laughs> you won't get the division <laughs> champion hat. Sometimes it's cool to have that stuff. You bust it over, you're like, oh, yo, remember? Not division, that one. Division champions, it's 2010. Heinous. It's absolutely terrible. AFC East. It sucks. 
Yeah, you're right. Nobody has those. But those AFC playoff pictures are kind of getting clear now. Yes. Solidifying a little bit. The Pats moved back into the number one seed. They got the tiebreaker over the Steelers. Ooh. Both have... Via beating the Steelers. Feels good. Both have a game over the Jags. Feels good. The, the action's more at the bottom. Even KC kind of separated themselves. KC kept themselves relevant. Well, KC's in there. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're winning their division. But yeah. now you're really looking at mostly three teams. You're looking at Buffalo, you're looking at Tennessee, and you're looking at Baltimore for those wild cards. Yeah. I don't I think know. All those teams suck. Yeah. I would say after I, that. I think that after the Stinger, the best of those three? The Titans just right. took to the, from the Niners. At that, this moment right now, Baltimore is the best team out of all those teams. It's a question of whether they peaked too late. Well, I'm looking at Tennessee and looking at losing to the Cards and the Niners and having the Rams and Jags coming up on the schedule. And I don't see how they're going to win either one of those games. Well, and Baltimore's looking at the Colts and the Bengals. There you go. So, I mean, the Baltimore's staring at two wins. Baltimore's staring at two wins. Um, then you've got Buffalo. Buffalo's, I think, hasn't made the playoffs since the last of the four Super Bowl losses. Like the Jim Kelly era. The Jim Kelly era, yeah. And guess who Buffalo has to play this week? The Patties. The Pats. They Oof. play the Patties. Oof. And then the Dolphins. And, so. and the Patrick, the Pats can't lay off the gas yet because no. they want that home field advantage. You no, need want, to play for home field we advantage. We want that bye, we want that home field. Yeah. Because you, the Pats do not want to go into Pittsburgh for an AFC championship game. No, no. not again. No. Not again at all. They won't all. be getting that ball roll call. You never know. <laughs> There might not be an extension next time at the, at the line of scrimmage. Though. Also true. Also true. With the goal line. But uh, Pittsburgh's got the Texans and the Browns. So they've got a kind of an easy path forward too. So the Pats really want to win out. You can't split those last two. No, we don't want to split those at all. At least the Pats end it with the Jets. But for some reason, the Jets give them a hard time. The Jets are where we always have trouble with the team. Jets. Jets in Miami are the yeah. two. It's like the, yeah. the, the Pats kryptonite. Good D lines, man. We talked about this last week. If the you Chiefs have a good are D also line, a problem for us. Yeah. As long as it's early in the season. Yeah. Not when it matters. When it matters, you'll destroy the Chiefs. I suppose. I like to think we don't make the same mistakes with teams twice. So do we think like the four division leaders, those divisions are set? Yeah. The Chargers aren't coming back. Except for Casey. Yeah, I don't believe I don't know. Know. She's She's that too. I think maybe, maybe, maybe. Casey's like, the only one that I would waver on. Is, what's the scenario for the Chargers to come back into this? Well, they'd have they're to win out seven. for sure. So they yeah. win out. They'd they have to win out, and I, I'd assume that they need Casey to lose all their games. Uh, I don't know what the tiebreakers because they split the season so far. They're uh, well, if it came down to like points so or something. So it comes down division to wins. division wins or strength of schedule after that. But the Chargers. KC ha- has the Dolphins and the Broncos. Chargers have the Jets and the Raiders. Winnable games, all four of them. Yeah, all four winnable. So that maybe, yeah, maybe it's done for KC. Yeah, I, I think like KC really needs to just win one of those last two. They've got easy ones. I think KC's kind of figured out that mid-season, whatever is going wrong with them. I, I, I'm feeling confident in KC going through. Yeah, with just a victory in one of their next two I games. I think Kareem Hunt punch. heard you calling him a pony because he's yeah. been a monster since. Oh, he had a monster day. Yeah. 
My, I, did look good. I, I tore up my consolation bracket in fantasy. <laughs> in fantasy. So, consolation so if bracket. you had to pick the two wildcard teams, who are you going with? Is Are the Chargers sneaking into one of those spots? Ah, I don't know. I feel like it should be the Bills in there. The I'm Bills. Going, I'm going Baltimore and the Bills. Me Tennessee too. falling up. I, th- I think I'm doing that. Yeah, I have no faith Double in Tennessee. Beat. Yeah, screw Tennessee. We were just slamming them. Uh, <laughs> they're going to fall right out. We don't back That's down. <laughs> we don't back down. We slam, then count out. You're done. Speaking of done. Take your ball and go home. Tennessee. Speaking of done. Marvin Lewis. He's a quitter. <laughs> <laughs> he's a dirty quitter. We definitely do not let up. <laughs> we right there. He's a filthy quitter. Oh, it's time. I, but can you blame him? No, it's time. He should be like... He's like a beat-up dog at this point. He should... Like, if there's a band at the parade they're going to have, the ON-16 parade that they're planning... Oh, my God. Uh, he should be like the... The, the drum marshal. The drum major. Yeah, like the, the grand marshal of the parade. You know what? Like, as much as we've been kind of... He's over 500 plus. lifetime. Yeah, and like, the Bengals, before he took over the Bengals, like, 15 years ago or whenever he did... We're the laughing stock of the league for decades. We're like, still kind of the laughing stock of the league. Well, they're definitely. Well, they're average at least. They made the playoffs a handful of times. Like I don't think they, Marvin Lewis has ever won a playoff game. He hasn't. Never. No, that's what I thought. Yeah. That's pretty bad. Adios. But he's made it. I think like eight times, which is something. Like, is it something? You're zero and eight. The Bills haven't made it in like twenty-three years. They've made it to Super Bowls though. Yeah. They have. So they have it, I don't but know. Yeah, I guess they have. 23 years, though, I mean, like, he made the playoffs a whole bunch of times. He's, you know, he needs to go, don't get me wrong, but. They're just stuck in the mud. What yeah. if. They need to. He they lost. Need to push. What if he um, became the coach of the Browns and started that rebuild? I think he's a rebuild guy, but after like six years, you just got to cut him off and yeah. dump him. He's that guy. Like, he can he'll spot get talent, you. he'll get you. You know, he'll he'll make you average. He'll get you to the ten and six season, yeah. the eleven and eleven and five, and you're like kind of good. And then you, then you ax him. Yeah, you ax him then when there's a hot else. coaching prospect like a Sean McVay is available, yes. and then you ax him. I'm sorry, Marvin. Not only did we establish you're a quitter, but you're just a setup man. Mediocre. Well, Mediocre. I would say he's not the good worst. at the the first thing. It's just the end. Yeah, he's not a finisher. Yeah, no, he he's like that starting pitcher in baseball that you, you need the closer for. He's not pitching nine innings. If he continues to coach in the league, I'm calling him Eminem from now on. Mediocre Marvin. Ouch. <laughs> All day long. Just like the new Eminem album. <laughs> quite not, mediocre not into from it. what I hear. Not well, he it. hasn't released a good album in quite some time. I mean, Marshall Mathers EP, that went hard. Oh, the Eminem show did too, but like that was released like, like 15 years yeah. ago. I used to lift weights to stand and shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild. You get pumped up. It's, that's dark. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, talking dark. Uh, Jerry Richardson said he's going to sell the Panthers based on, I still don't know exactly what the allegations, kind of misconduct, Just being a general scumbag. General scumbaggery. That so being said, we might end up with a cool owner. Well, Diddy's making some noise. Or three cool owners. True. If Cap owned the team, 
You sure they can play for it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He could sign himself. Could he not? He could sign himself, technically. They would like look at Cap's money and the other people that are interested, like Curry and Diddy, and they'd be like, yeah, you can have like 0.01%. But oh, yeah, he'd have like the Jay-Z share of the Nets. Diddy is doing, even less. doing the everything. The Jay-Z share of the Nets right? was like $200,000. It was like, we could get that money together. <laughs> <laughs> There's like, Palace has like a Ciroc bottle coming out. Like, yeah. Diddy, Diddy was like on Twitter curling. I don't know. Like. I don't see it happening, man. Like Ciroc is amazing right now. They're talking about the value of that team at like two and a half billion. How much money does did he have? He sold a lot of that vodka. Not billions though. That's like Dre money or J money, not Diddy money. Oh. I don't even think J has billions. I mean, how much can you get on credit if you got half a billion? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this hood style. Let's get like. You know. He's just gonna end up in the same situation as Jeter in uh, Florida for the Marlins. Just a front man. Yeah, trading all his players to the Yankees. Well, I would love to see three owners of the Panthers being Diddy, Curry, and Kaepernick. That would be great. Maybe they can somehow combine forces. Curry's got to have some money. How could the... Curry's got his Under Armour money. It should be Dre, Diddy, and Jay. Done. They could get the money. (laughs) They could coexist as owners. Well, I mean, in the, in the long run, they all wouldn't do anything. They would just own it. You pay yeah, people true. to do everything. There'd be like a mixtape, like every season. It would be oh sick. yeah, they'd have the best like team intros ever. Oh yeah, Panthers, let's get it. Let's get an owner. Yeah, let's get, let's get something good. Week sixteen. Here it is, coming to the bitter end. The can I? Uh, can I pick the first game we start with? Sure. Cleveland at Chicago. Chicago Woo! getting six point. Six and a half points at home. Cleveland trying to make history. A one sixteen. Every game's a parade game. <laughs> Every game is a parade you game. Have that you know what's sixteen parade? What? I think Chicago might pull it off. Pull, Chicago will pull off the win. Yeah. Well, they're a six and a half point favorite. I oh, hope they pull yeah. off the win. And against an zero fourteen team. Um. I think it's sad. This is still Cleveland, in my opinion, their best shot. Because I thought it would be week 17 with the Steelers when the Steelers rest everybody, but the Steelers aren't going to rest everybody. Anymore. Oh no, that's going to be embarrassing. This so, is Cleveland's best shot. It's it. This is for your season. They need like for a, a monster. Season. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, they, they get the one, even if they win a game, they still get the first overall. So there's like, they need to do it. Chicago's the team to beat. I feel like we're going to sweep this one. Troy. Who's got it in him? Who's got it in him to pick the Browns? Can we get Johnny Football back? <laughs> they might as well have Johnny Football. At least stupid shit would be happening. Yeah. It would be great. Kaiser's just gotten like, there's no more argument of like, <sighs> is he good? You just feel. Where's RG3? Kaiser is worse than Hundley. Kaiser Hundley, looks yeah. terrible. Hundley was. He showed from, flashes. He showed flashes, and then he was bad. And like but that Ravens, he was 50-50. Destroyed him. But anyways, yeah. that's neither here nor there. So anyone picking Cleveland? No, no, no. no. I'm, I want the parade to happen. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna watch that parade on that TV. That parade will be awesome. Days I hope it's live it. It, It'll be the scummiest it. people going to that, oh, like oh, wearing yeah. paper bags over their faces. I would go to oh, that. Yeah. Drinking beer. Oh, I, I would do, for oh, sure. I would love to. I would like. Yeah, I'd go paper bag head. 
just be, drinking the cheapest just beer. Just be drunk. Like, you could just be a degenerate. Honestly, oh, you'd yeah. have to drink like 40s. You couldn't even get like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You couldn't even get cheap beer. Just throw cans at the floats. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, let's get to some oh, real, football, real football, football games. All right. What Huge game. Few real games remain. Huge game. Big one this week. Probably Atlanta, New Orleans. Biggest of the week. I think so too. I think that's game of the week too. Atlanta just beat them two weeks ago on a Thursday at home. But now New Orleans is at home. They're tough at home. They're really tough at home. Um, they're healthy again. Kamara's back from his concussion that he suffered in that Atlanta game at the start. Latimer's back. Latimer's, Latimer's back. Latimer's looking good too. He looked good last game. Yeah. So they look, I think they might have lost an offensive lineman this week, but um, overall as healthy as you can be in week 16. Atlanta on a little bit of a shorter week. They're playing Monday night as we record. That's tough at this point in the season to get short weeks. And uh, they're just barely in control in the Monday night or even. They're only winning by three points in the third quarter here. Yeah. Late third quarter. So, you know, that game could wear them down a little bit. I like New Orleans, man. I like yeah. them. Honestly, I think the major reason they lost that game two weeks ago, beyond the fact that Kamara got hurt and Lattimore wasn't really all the way back yet, was the fact that they were a road team on a Thursday. I think, like, I don't think these two teams are at the same level. I say New Orleans wins pretty handily. I agree. Atlanta's been shaky. Yeah. I can't, I can't stand behind that. Matty Ice has melted. Matty Ice. It's uh, lukewarm at this point. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm going to lean the, that way as well with New Orleans. I mean, if Kamara can stay in the game, I'm not going to caveat this one, but I think it was just a little bit unlucky that he exited the last game so quickly. Yeah. Uh, I think he's probably, that experience has smartened him up a, a little bit even I'm watching him in the last game and he seems to just be playing a little more heads up now. Uh, you know, the hits can come at any time, but I think we might sweep all of these picks this week. Yeah, I have a feeling. The season's just getting to that point where you know everything you need to know about teams. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to take New Orleans here. Rams at Titans. I mean, I think uh, my thoughts on the Titans have been made clear this episode. And the Rams... I think the like Rams the come in and crush the Titans. Just destroy crush. them. Yeah, goodbye. Just the Titans... Granted, most people probably didn't watch Titans Niners this week, but like the Titans did not show anything that like scared you. Like they just didn't. There's no like ball hawking cornerback. There's no great pass rusher. There's no. Yeah. So I think the Rams, and on the road or not, I think the Rams just look. <laughs> the Rams scary. just went into a way more intimidating place than Tennessee and destroyed. Put up 45. Any risk of, like, overconfidence? The Rams Maybe part? in the first half. It's always a risk. <laughs> so what you're saying is it doesn't matter if they're overconfident. Maybe in the first half. Yeah, I say Rams. Easy. Yeah, that's an easy one for me. The odds makers are giving the Rams six and a half points. On the road. Yeah, I think it's going to be more like ten points. Seattle-Dallas. The return of Zeke. The return of Zeke. He looked ripped. Did you see any pictures of him? No. 
it's savage. Oh really? Was oh yeah. Like He's a belly shirt. In. No, I guess he like. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I guess he went to Mexico and like worked out the whole time. Oh yeah, he got sponsored to work out in Mexico yeah. or something, didn't he? Yeah, something crazy. Yeah. So. He's looking sad. Yeah, he made some money on that suspension. Unreal. It's sick. Uh, and Seattle, you know, one, Seattle's not as good as they normally are when they're on the road. See, I don't think we're going to agree on this game. I think you guys are both going to take Dallas. <laughs> I think Seattle is like a party pooper. Like how they beat the Eagles three weeks ago? You think sure. Like or, that's like, gonna or like how they beat Green Bay all the time, like in crucial games. They're just a, they're just that rotten team. They don't care about their record. They're gonna play rotten anyway. Well, I mean, they're still in the playoff hunt. So they're gonna go for it. I'm taking Seattle, Seattle on the road. I'm taking Seattle on the road in Dallas. I would agree with you. We're not for the simple fact that this is the Zeke <laughs> Dallas Cowboys, and we haven't seen the Dak Zeke combo in a while. And it is a potent combo. I think people forget. And I think Dak had. I think it might have been kind of good for Dak to be without Zeke. Like for he sure, struggled for a bit, but. Yeah. He he's gonna have that like weight lifted off him now. Now he can pitch the ball off to Zeke for and Sean Lee's for back a hundred to hundred and fifty yards a game and possibly a couple of TDs. Maybe Dallas's strategy behind the um, play or the suspension pushing it back so much is to have a healthy Zeke to end the year. Maybe that could be it. Because you know they push it, push it, push it, and then they just dropped it one day, and he started sitting out. So maybe they pushed it until they're like, okay, we got enough wins. We're in this. The Eagles are doing really good. Take the suspension. Come a back. A savage. A side note to this game is Jerry Jones took some L's this year. He had like two big fights. He had the Goodell extension fight and he had the Zeke suspension fight. And Zeke got suspended and Goodell got he the extension. He doesn't take many L's. No, he doesn't. I guarantee you, if you talk to Jerry Jones about it, it's not an L in his mind. No, I'm sure it's not. He still won both those battles somehow. And yeah, I think they're going to win on Sunday. Zeke back in the fold. Seattle kind of beat up, scrappy, crappy looking Seattle. I think they're going to go down again. Me too. So we disagree on one game. J-Mart's riding with the Hawks again. I think he's been to the Hawks' house. He's, He's tainted now. Yeah. Seen too much. Remember the replacement ref game. I do. Seen do I much. ever? Seen too much. I will never get over that game. Okay, well, not a sweep in that one, and that uh, kind of does it for interesting games. I'm looking forward to the season reaching its conclusion. This is always the best time of year. You'll be in the tundra. I'll be out in the wilderness. Not quite tundra. Oh, not that north. South of here, actually. Oh, is it actually? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. But, uh, you know, in the northern wilds of uh, the southern province of Ontario. It'd be great. And we'll be back next week upon your return. We want to wish all of our listeners happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating this holiday season. We're out of here. We're out. Until okay. next time. Ho! 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 Ho!